Well, ain't that a bitch? Mic check, mic check, mic. Nah, man, they ain't, they ain't got the same vigor, man. You gotta, you gotta come through with it. Mic check, mic check, mic check one two. You might get checked when the mic checks on you. Welcome to episode thirty-eight. Holy shit, we're almost to the forties now. Not as quick as getting through the twenties, but you know, we still, we still moving, we still moving, man. Uh, welcome to the most consistently inconsistent podcast in the world. I'm your host, Daryl Harris, and today feel feel a little bit better. Feel a little bit better than the last podcast. I would apologize for bombing, but uh no. <laughs> uh I still got a few quality clips out of it, so you know, you know, you know, you know. But how's everybody doing? Hope you're having an amazing I'm recording this on Thursday, so this probably won't get out till Saturday. I hope everybody is planning on having a great weekend. There we go. And with all of that mushy stuff out of the way, first order of business. Um kid cutty get a Alright, talking too fast, slow it down. Alright. Kid Cuddy got a TikTok and his first his first video, he looked pretty good, man. I was like, holy shit, Kid Cuddy still looks amazing after all the shit that he's been through. And that just puts a nice little smile on my heart, man. Because if you know Cuddy's story, he's been through a lot. And just seeing him in good spirits, I really, um, I'm really happy for him. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, yeah, that's just a random topic. You get those every now and then. And second order of business, let's get our serious pants on right here. The baby is being investigated for an assault in a bowling alley for Danny Lay's brother and you know me with the hardcore research of me not knowing shit I'm going to assume Danny Lay is the woman that he had a baby with last time his last baby mama for now um and if Danny Lay is the person that I'm thinking it is, then he's out of bounds for beating up the brother because if she's truly just a side chick and you don't give two shits about her, why would you beat up a brother? First of all, why are you beating up people in the first place, the baby? I want to root for you to win so bad. I really do, man. But you just keep fucking up the bag. You can't, you know, blank blade the baby could have got away with this, but you are superstar perennial rap talent who is who is close to upper echelon in status. You can't go around beating up people like you used to the baby. This shit costs time and money, and you're not always gonna be this up for the rest of your career, so. The more you blow now, the more you'll regret later down the road. And like if you want if you want him beat up, you could just you could send somebody to beat him up. Like you don't have to be in that area when somebody is getting beat up on your behalf. Like just move smarter and just recognize that you are way too big of a star to just be beating up niggas left and right. But uh, yeah, I wish all, everybody all the best, and I hope both parties are able to split. Well, <laughs> to say amicably at this point would be 
would be a fucking pipe dream. So just be able to split and to have as less as less as as less as less as least as little of a mess as possible. Yeah, let's go with that. As little of a mess as possible when y'all split up. And third order of business, Kevin Hart. Oh my God, man. Jesus Christ, man. This dude, just when I think I'm working harder and harder, this motherfucker just comes out of nowhere with um, life lessons. I can't make this shit up. And he basically looked me in the eyes with his voice and said, hey, little bitch. I know this shit is tough. I know it fucking sucks to not be making any money. I know I know it's frustrating that you're not at the level that you want to be yet, but suck it the fuck up. That's what Kevin Hart was speaking to me. Like, he said that shit in my soul with this life story, man. To anybody that said Kevin Hart had it easy, you are fucking stupid. This man had all bad, <laughs> had the worst of breaks of all time. This dude was dead broke for most, for the vast majority of his come up. And even when he was up, he was up about 200 bands and then immediately lost it and was, <laughs> and was still trying to find ways to make money, man. This dude is a bona fide hustler. This dude, like, how... <laughs> Out of all the obstacles that he had to go through for him to be up this much, it isn't a surprise. Like, when he got his foot in the door, he busted that motherfucker straight open because every single chance that he had before busting open that door was just fucking misery. Like, half the shit that... <laughs> half the shit that he had to deal with, I don't know if I'd be able to go through it. Like, that, um, that sweet cheek story where... He finally got he finally got to be able to make money consistently in New York, but he had to constantly get shit on by the audience. And the first time he went up there, <laughs> he had a <laughs> he had a, a buffalo wing thrown at him, hit him dead in his cheek, just ah. <laughs> and he had to deal with a toxic relationship that both parties are equally responsible, so I'm not I'm not taking sides on that. Like Kevin Hart made that very clear that they shouldn't have been together for that long in the first place. And to deal with being essentially blackballed in Hollywood because he had a um he had a TV series that didn't launch and he had a failure of a movie. So from being blackballed in Hollywood to going back to stand up and being able to just recreate his buzz again over and over again is truly inspiring. And there are definitely a lot of lessons that I hope to implement because he gives it to you all. Like you can you can achieve what you want, but it depends on how much you're willing to sacrifice. And the biggest quote attributed to that is you can have all the talent, skill, um, competent, competency, competency, competency. You know what? I'm just going to, if that's not a word, I'm using competency in the world. But if you get halfway to the finish line and turn around, then it's all for nothing. The ones that truly succeed get to halfway to the finish line and keep on going no matter what obstacles are thrown your way. 
And that's a common theme that I've been hearing amongst a lot of the celebrity memoirs is that they had zero fucking clue what they were doing in their respective industries, but they just found a way to figure it out. So when Joe Button first said um, any advice that he had for anybody that was asking him what to do to come up, he just said, you just got to figure it out. And it didn't make sense until I've heard it from Kevin Hart, Will Smith, Jamie Foxx, and Matthew McConaughey, where that is a wild, <laughs> that is a wild fucking tangent, Matthew McConaughey. But yeah, Green Lights, if you haven't read it or listened to the audiobook, I highly suggest you get it. That's that's a very good one too, but Basically, all of these dudes were somebody that came from no backing, no experience to become some of the most successful men in their respective fields. And I hope to add my name up there, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to add my name up there, too. And if I'm ever lucky enough to be in a position to make an audio book, I probably do the exact same things that they're doing where the first part is legitimately letting you know that this shit is not fucking easy this is fucking stressful it's tiring it's draining just to not see any money or any views or anything like that it really does it really does take a toll on you but i still even to this point i still say the journey's worth it and that was a long ass tangent but um <laughs> long story short uh get the kevin hart um audiobook if you haven't because it really is a great book all right moving on to a lighter moving on to a lighter subject um scotty fucking pippen uh let me get a drink of water before okay scotty pippen oh my god <clears throat> if you look up the term bitter x and apply it to um straight men relationships or just friendships yeah that yeah i don't i don't know why i specified that but for friend for friendships and one of them is bitter after they depart <clears throat> scotty pippen is the fucking epitome of that this dude went out on a fucking ledge and said that he was as good as michael jordan you know i know I know having confidence is an important quality to have in life, but, you know, you got to be a little bit realistic. And to say that you are in the same league as the guy who is arguably known as the greatest basketball player of all time, and you're, did Scotty make the top 50? I don't think he was, he wasn't in the top 25. He might have been in the top 50. But you were down there in the rankings, and you want to say that you were as good as Michael Jordan? Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. You know, I know Chicago did you dirty with the with the um <clears throat> with the low amount of money contract that you got. And Michael Jordan actually came to your defense and said, yo, if it wasn't for this guy, I wouldn't have six rings. This dude, this dude needs his money. That's what Michael Jordan said. And for you to just constantly just shit on them every single chance that you get, 
it's it's sad because you're ruining your own legacy. You're not you're not <laughs> you can't ruin Michael's legacy. That dude is a fucking phantom. When somebody in your respective field reaches that phantom status to where their legend speaks for them more than they do, there's nothing you can say to diminish it. And I I hope I hope you get a taste of reality. I hope you just learn to just tone down your um tone down your resentment for the situation that you was in. Like I know being the number two guy is it can be stressful because you do help to keep the ship together and you're not gonna get anywhere near as much credit as you should, but to shit on the number one guy for for what you had to suffer through, that's not that's not cool, man. And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't ain't nothing else to say. The blackity blackity black shirt. Um, I don't even know who put it out. Or I know why. I know why. Um, it's outrage marketing because some clothing company put it made a white boy say normally i'm black but on black history month i'm blackity blackity black like come on now stop falling for the low-hanging fruit people oh this is going to be a short podcast today nice um one concept that i love to talk about is get it off your chest and basically this is anything and everything that bothers you I stole that from Kelly Howell. Don't think don't think that I just came up with that and just originally said that it was Kelly Howell and I'm using it. So anything and everything that bothers you. Yeah, that's how she say it to the that's how she say it to the meditations. But uh Yeah, just anything that pisses you off. Um, I don't know, your parents your parents think you're a failure or your dick isn't as big as you want it to be, or um, she went through your cell phone and found out that <laughs> and found out that your cousin wasn't your cousin. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, just find a way to get it out, even if it's not talking to people. Because any way that you can get it out, like if you don't feel like you could talk to anybody about your problems, I highly suggest writing it down because. One, you'll find you'll find a huge source of creativity because there has been no greater feeling in the world for me than getting everything out on a piece of paper or in my journal. I couldn't even tell you how many fucking journals I fill. It's probably like a stack as big as as large as I am. That's probably how many pieces of paper that I've went through just creatively writing. And what it does is it just gets that monkey off your back and it lets you realize that you're making a mountain out of a molehill 90% of the time because there are a lot of instances where I'm like, holy shit, what am I going to do in this situation? It's so fucking insane. And then I'm able to take a step back and realize that, oh, it wasn't really that big of a deal. And just being able to be your true unadulterated self for some of you. Most of you are adulterated as fuck. I don't want y'all thinking y'all are pure saints when y'all are not. 
but just being able to be your true self just in a space where there's no judgment is one of the most riveting things that you could ever go through because it's really hard to describe i would just say just do it and just get that sense of feeling of <sighs> being me is fucking awesome and since i can't stretch this out to 30 minutes uh let's just get this last topic out of the way the bob saget cause of death tmz and whatever other fucking new sites is out of there the way y'all described his cause of death is tasteless and disgusting did he die from head trauma yes but to make that the headline insinuates that he may have gotten to a fight with somebody or it just leaves it up to speculation when all you had to do when all you had to say was bob saget died of accidental slip and fall that would have been a way more a way more precise a way more precise a way more precise like i have a word i'm not trying to say diagnosis i'm trying to say a way more precise a way more precise assessment of the situation there we go to just say that he died of head trauma could 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 be very misleading especially in today's age where most people just read the headlines which is why some people think that Joe Rogan is a racist and a sexist, even though he's had multiple women, multiple males, multiple black men and women on his show. And if y'all think that Jay Prince is an Uncle Tom, y'all need to do some fucking research. Jay Prince would not stand up for a man if he was racist. And neither would David Goggins, two men of true upstanding character coming to this right-winged racist sexist aid like come on bro like let's do our own research and stop just looking at 15 minute clips and thinking we know an entire person's life story and with that out of the way the inspiration of the day is do your best no matter what is everything gonna work out no i ain't gonna lie to you there's going to be times where you try your absolute best and do everything right and shit still goes left. And you know what you do at that time? Take it, get it out of your system and do your best next time again and again and again and again and again and again and again until the day you hit the casket and just see where just see where you're at in life before you die. And as always, may blessings continue to rain down on you and yours. And this was episode 38 of Stream of Conscious. See you next time.